uh, Shabbat day, amen. Uh, day we're commanded to rest and also worship our our most high uh, Elohim, Yahuwah. Hallelujah. So amen. So praise y'all for you all joining us on YouTube and uh, Podbean and uh, Facebook. Uh, pray that y'all will bless you. So we're going to start off with a Shema. And um, we're going to do the Shema that we're going to do for the shofars. And we're going to get praying around to the word. Amen. So we're going to be led off by Brother Malachi and Isaiah and Ariella and no. Really? Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Eloheinu. Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Echad. And Baruch Shem Kevo Malhuto. And Baruch Shem Le'olam Shema, Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Eloheinu. Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Echad. And Baruch Shem Kevo Malhuto. And Baruch Shem Le'olam Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Echad. And Baruch Shem Kevo Malhuto. And Baruch Shem Le'olam Vayet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Eloheinu, Yahuwah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo. the sound of the shofar. Amen. Yahweh, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for being so good to us. We come before you in humility, humbling ourselves before your presence, Yah. We desire to be in your will. The first thing above all things, Yah, we just ask you to forgive us yes. of our sins, Yah. Uh, your word says we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Yah, we know what we've done that's, un that's intentional and unintentional. And y'all, you know what we've done. So we just pray for forgiveness. Uh, help us to continue just to walk in the path that, that you teach us to walk in, y'all. Not walk in disobedience, not walk in sin, but walk in humility, walk in righteousness. 
uh, desire to be holy in the kingdom of Kohanim, a kingdom of priests that you've called us to be. Yeah, I pray you ask, I pray today, y'all, that you will help us to grow in our trust, grow in our trust in you for your word says that trust comes by hearing and hearing by your word. So help us to shema, to walk in obedience, yes. not walk in disobedience. Disobedience uh, is, is to, toward you is to hate you from your perspective, is to reject you. And y'all, we don't want to reject you. We don't want to walk in disobedience. We understand that those uh, who does not do what you want done cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So we want to be obedient and do what you want done. So, y'all, we thank you. We just praise you. We we ask you for strength. Ask you for wisdom. Ask you for guidance. Teach us how to love. Y'all, we know that you are, are sovereign and immutable. You're all-knowing. So you know everything that we deal with. Help us just to walk in trust as our, as our forefather, Abraham, did, y'all. And not walk in disobedience. Help us to hang on to the teachings of Yahshua HaMashiach, God, that he taught us, y'all, as we, as we pray to you in his name. So we thank you and we just glorify you in Yeshua HaMashiach's name. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to be dealing with um, walking in diso excuse me, walking in obedience, uh, part three. Uh, it's important to walk in obedience. It's important to be obedient. So we'll, we'll have a few scriptures. Our foundation of scripture is Matthew uh, chapter number seven. Um, Matthew 7th chapter, uh, beginning at verse uh, 21, is a uh, scripture. Also, we'll be, we'll be in Deuteronomy uh, chapter number 3, um, beginning at verse, at verse 20, 23 uh, through, through 29. And Numbers, we'll be in Numbers uh, 20. Um, we gotta find out. I gotta get my verses again. But numbers twenty-one, Moses struck the rock. We'll be there with Genesis seventeen, Genesis twenty-two, uh, Hebrews eleven, numbers twenty and eleven, numbers twenty and eleven, Hebrews eleven, uh, Romans four. We got a lot of scriptures, so make sure you have your Bibles out uh, so you can be able to study this on your own time. Amen. Uh, you don't ever want to take the word of an individual alone. Uh, it doesn't matter if they want to call themselves a pastor or a moray. Apostle, whatever title, if they're going to teach you the word of Yah, let them show you in scripture. You know, uh, giving our opinion uh, does not matter. Hallelujah. So anyway, we're going to start with the book of Matthew, uh, chapter number 7. Matthew 7, beginning at verse 21. I found this, because it's important to walk in obedience. It's important to really obey Yah. You know, uh, the word says this. The God of this world has blinded the mind of the children of disobedience. So if you can't see your way, if you're stuck in, in, in one area and you're not going forward, then you might be in disobedience. Yeshua doesn't lie. Yah himself does not lie. Um, if his word leads and guides us to all truth, it does what he says it does. So you can't seek him with your, with your whole heart and be led astray. Because he is not going to lead you astray. He is going to lead you into the truth. He's going to show you who he is. Now, we have a decision to make once we come into the knowledge of that truth. It's not to walk in disobedience. Not, uh, and, and the decision is to obey what he says. So Matthew uh, 7, chapter, beginning at verse 21, says this. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do what my Father in heaven wants. So he says, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But only those who do what his Father in heaven wants. Only those who, do, who obey 
Yah's words. Who Shema? One, one of the things that we that we as Israel do is is, is saying the Shema that was handed down by to our forefathers. That that, that was given to uh, Moshe or Haron. It was handed down to generations. Even Yeshua Hamashiach, when they asked him about, about the greatest commandment, he said Shema Yisrael. That word Shema is the Hebrew word for being obedient. So we, and, 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 and today we're dealing with walking in obedience. It, 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 it means to hear intelligently, to hear intelligently, um, to to, uh, to, um, to to give ear, to make to hear, to listen, to listen with the intentions to obey, to hearken, to understand, to be diligent, to declare, to perceive. So that word Shema is an important word. And then we're dealing today with part three of walking in obedience. Here, pay attention. Listen intelligently. Not out of your emotions. Not in the moment. But to listen to get a clear understanding of what the Most High requires of us. And he says in Matthew 7, 21, Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, just call upon his name, does not qualify you to enter into the kingdom of Yah. It's to be obedient. We have many false teachers out here lying to us, telling us that we don't have to obey Torah. That's a lie. You have to obey Torah. That's the only way you're going to know what sin is. First John 3 says that sin is violation of the Torah. So sin is not what you think it is. It's not what convicts you and don't convict nobody else. But sin indeed is violation of Yah's Torah. So to understand what sin is, you have to understand Torah. So when someone tells you, you don't have to follow Torah, they're lying to you. No, the Torah doesn't say the Torah was never designed to save. The Torah was always given to redeem people. So Yah is the one that saves. When Yah redeemed Israel out of Egypt, he gave them his Torah. After Yeshua had given his life, we received the, 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 the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. He put his Torah on our Inward parts. Jeremiah 31 31 says, Here is a new covenant that I'll make with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Right? Yah says that for his part, he, he was a husband to them, you know, Israel to keep that part. And, he, then, and then he says specifically, Here is the new covenant. I will put my Torah on their hearts. The heart in the scripture means mine. So Yah puts his Torah on our mind. So, so, so we have a responsibility to obey Yah's Torah. We have a responsibility under the Sabbath. We have a responsibility to eat clean, to, to, to um, under the feast days, to walk upright before Yah, to obey His commands, obey His misvotes. Amen? Amen. And just saying in Jesus' name don't qualify you. Amen. Amen. Um, so anyway, so anyway, so. So, because you got a lot of a lot of folks, especially when it comes to religion or even in Christianity, want to say, "Well, in Jesus' name," and you can say that all day long. But if you're not living right, it don't mean nothing. Right. The sons of Sceva was trying to cast out demons in the Book of Acts, trying to get recognition. Come out of him in Jesus' name. And the demon said, "Well, you know, Paul, I know, Yeshua, I know, but who are you?" And they beat them out of their clothes while they're chasing them. So you just, just, saying, just, just saying something does not qualify you or give you the power. For Yah knows who belongs to him. Amen. The angels of Yah encamp right about those who fear him. 
So they know who belongs to Yah. So just saying certain things in this name doesn't help you at all. It takes you to be obedient. I'm going to reread. Matthew 7, 21 says this. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But who will enter? Only those who do what my Father in heaven wants. Verse 22 says, On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we expel demons in your name? Didn't we perform many miracles in your name? And he says, then I will tell them to their faces, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. So when he says, I never knew you, what is he saying? When we look at John 17, 3, that word know uh, is eternal life. That word know means to come into a relationship with him. Yeshua says in John 17, 3, he said, Father, give them eternal life. And eternal life is this, to know you. The one true Elohim, to know Yah, yeah. and the one whom he sent, Yahshua HaMashiach. So when he tells them that I never knew you, because you did it in my name, he's telling them we never had relationship. I never gave you eternal life. Because saying things does not bring you into relationship. What brings you to Yah is to turn to Teshuva, to turn from your sins to Him, to submit yourself, begin to walk in His ways, and be reconciled to Him through Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeah. So it, 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 it's bigger than just saying something in His name. He says, I'm going to tell them to their face, we never had relationship. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. The word lawlessness, uh, right there, is the, the Greek word nomos or a nomos, which means outside of the law. Now, which law is Yeshua talking about? Torah. So he's telling them to get away from me, you workers of Torahlessness. So, so, so you saying things in his name, if you're not being obedient, if you're not walking in his ways, if you're not, if, if you're not doing what he says, if you're not Shema, then you do not enter into the kingdom of Yah. Amen? So we're going to give, we're gonna, we're gonna give the example of, uh, our first assembly we're going to give is Moses of, of, of not listening, of not um, walking in trust. Because obedience, tr trust, when you walk in disobedience, it shows a lack of trust. It shows a lack of faith. And when you're walking in obedience, it shows, a it, it shows trust. It shows that you believe Yah, you're going to adhere to him and listen to what he says in spite of the circumstance. Amen. Amen. So Deuteronomy 3, beginning in verse 23, says this. This is Moses talking to the children of Israel, the next generation. He says, Then I pleaded with Yah, Yah Elohim, you have begun to reveal your greatness to your servant and your strong hand. For what other God is there in heaven or on earth that can do the works and mighty deeds that you do? This is Moses talking. He's praying. He's, tr he's, 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 he's trying to get somewhere. Deuteron Deuteronomy 3, 23. Verse 25 says this. Please let me go across to see the good land on the other side of the Jordan. That wonderful hill country and the Lebanon. 
but Yah was angry with me on the account of you, and he didn't listen to me. But Yah said to me, enough from you. Don't say another word to me about this matter. Climb up on top of, on top of the Pisgah and look out to the west, north, south, and east. Look with your eyes, but you will not cross this Jordan. However, commission Yahushua, encourage him and strengthen him, for he will lead the people across and enable them to inherit the land that you will see. So we stay in the valley across from Beit Peor. So what is Moses talking about here? Moses could not enter into the, the promised land. So the question is, why could Moses not enter? Let's go to the Numbers 20. We're going to go to Numbers 20. And we're going, and we're going to begin at verse 8. Or 7b. Sit verse 7. Y'all ready? Because we're going, I'm going to pull something out to you. Disobedience. A lack of trust will cause you not to enter into the land or to the place. Yeshua is speaking about not entering to the kingdom of Yah. At this time in the, in, in the Tanakh, in the Torah, Moses could not enter into the promised land. He could not enter into the land flowing with milk and honey. He could not enter into that rest. So we're going to find out why. Numbers 20 beginning in verse 7 says this. And Yah said to Moshe, Take the staff, assemble a community, you and Aharon, your brother. And before their eyes, listen, tell the rock to produce its water. So y'all telling Moses, uh, you, you get Aaron, y'all come together, the children of Israel. And before their eyes, you're going to tell the rock to produce its water. You will bring... You will bring them water out of the rock and thus enable the community and their lives to start to drink. Moshe took the staff from the presence of Yah as he had ordered him. But after Moshe and Aharon had a similar community in front of the rock, he said to them, Listen here, you rebels. Are we supposed to bring you water from this rock? Then Moshe raised his hand and hit the rock. Twice with his staff. Now listen, water flowed out in abundance and the community and the livestock drank. Let's push pause. Moses doing what he did right here is just like the people saying what they did in Yeshua's name. He got a result. He got the water. But he did, but he, he, he did it the wrong way. He still walked in disobedience. What was the command? The command from Yah was to speak to the rock. Tell the rock to produce the water. See, in this walk with Yah, we don't do it our way. It's not our thing. We don't do what we want to do. And he can tell us who to sock it to. But see, when we do it our own way, how we think we should do it, that's what causes us to miss out on what Yah has said. Because when Yah speaks and we don't do what Yah says, to him it's walking in a lack of trust. It's walking in disobedience. It's walking outside of what he says. Yeah, the, water, the rock did produce water. Yeah, you might have many religious folks casting out real demons. You may see real miracles being performed. They may prophesy and give you an accurate word. 
but that does not, does not qualify them to enter into the kingdom of Yah, and it does not mean they're coming from what from Yah. Because if you're not doing what Yah is saying doing, then what you're doing on your own is in vain. The word says there is a way that seems right to a man. But what's the end? It's destruction. It's death. So that means that, that the, way, the way to you that seems right is a sinful way. It's the wrong way. So going your own way, doing your own thing can cause you to miss out and not enter into what Yah has for your life. So, so Yah tells Moses, hey, hey, speak to the rock in front of the children of Israel. Speak to the rock and tell the rock to produce its water. Now, Yah going to back up Moses. He going to back him up. Just, just, just be obedient. He going he, he gonna, he gonna to look out for Moses. Verse number 11 says this. Then Moses raised his hand and hit the rock twice. He hit it twice. With his staff, water flowed out in abundance, and the community and their livestock drank. Verse 12. But Yah said to Moshe and Aharon, Because you did not trust in me, so as to cause me to be regarded as holy by the people of Israel, you will not bring this community. And to the land I have given them. Well, why couldn't Moses enter into the promised land? Because he didn't trust Yah. He disobeyed. So that's our problem. We begin to walk in disobedience when we don't see things going our way. In a time frame it should come. How it should come. We begin to question Yah. We begin to go contrary. And we go into sin. And we think the Most High is going to back us up through our disobedience. And he's going to look at that and he's going to say, you know what, it's okay, I understand. No, you know what, you a lie and the devil is a lie. Both of y'all lying. Right. He lied to you, you believe it and followed the lie. You know he was wrong from the whole time because you knew from the beginning what the word of God had already said. So quit lying to yourself. If you want to enter into the kingdom of Yah, you got to humble yourself. Is it easy? No. It takes work. Yeah. It takes an active obedience. It takes you relying upon the word and not wavering in spite of how long, how hard, how tough, or how none, none of that stuff. You got to be like our forefather Abraham. You cannot consider your circumstances. You got to be able to hang on to what Yah is saying in spite of you. It's not about you. Yeshua said it plainly when he, when he came, he taught. He said, if, if any man want to follow me, he got to first say, say no to who? Himself. Himself. So if you can't say no to you, you definitely can't say yes to Yeshua. Because Yeshua is going to be contrary to everything that you want to do anyway. The spirit of Yah is hostile towards your old nature. Right. You have to rid yourself of your old nature. In order to follow the spirit of Yah. It may be foreign. One thing that, that, one thing that I'm going to get on. That I'm going to go to uh, Genesis about Abraham. Is this. Coming, coming into your identity. Or coming into following Torah. So all your life you never knew who you were. But now you come into who you are. It's hard for you to accept it. 
But, but you, and you've been doing things the same way all your life. Your grandmama did it. Your mama was a Baptist. Your daddy was a Baptist. That was Pentecostal. But you found out that you were something else, but you still would rather worship the sun god on his day instead of denying yourself because you don't like what you heard. You hear about eating pork is unclean. We ate pork all our life and we ate it in moderation. But now you understand it's an abomination. You shouldn't eat it. But you know what? Well, as long as I pray over and you still choose to do it, y'all still going to deal with you. And you can't give me the excuse, but well, he know my heart. Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is more than the sick. This really wicked. Who can fathom it? So, y'all, so, so your heart is wicked anyway. So don't follow your heart. You cannot follow your heart in this walk. Your heart is your mind. Proverbs 3 says, trust in Yahweh with all your mind, all your heart, and don't lean to your own understanding, your own heart. But in all of your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll direct you. He'll order you. It may be tough. It may be difficult. But you have to trust in his word in spite of what you're seeing. Now, what, now that, that, that's my point. Let's go to Genesis 17. You got to believe. You have to believe Yah in spite of it. Because believing Yah causes people to leave you. Believing Yah can truly cause a disruption in your life. It can cause folks to not want to be around you. To talk about you. To ridicule you. But you know what? You still stand trusting Yah. And you still love those people. You know, we're, we're, we're so big on y'all going to get them. Especially the Israelite brothers. Let me say this. We're big on y'all Christians too. We're big on y'all getting the white man. He's he going to get him. Because he did us wrong. But the word says the judgment begins at the house of Yah. Who is the house of Yah? Israel. So before y'all get to other nations, he's going to deal with you first. Yeah. And you know better. Why are you going to deal with Israel first? Because Israel should know better. And even though Israel was treated harshly and cruel, they're still where they are because they're on decision making. Amen. So we need to be praying for our brothers, showing mercy and walking in obedience and quit trying to give excuses of why we are where we are. Amen. Yeah, of course we got of course we gotta catch up. Of course we, we gotta be restored. Of course we do. Of course we were treated wrong. But that doesn't give us, us an excuse to continue to wallow in sin. We come into who we are, we receive Yeshua, and we stand in the power he's given us. And we become overcomers. When you look in the scriptures and you see the men and women of Yah who walked in authority, they were obedient and they, didn't, they, they did not lose. They stood strong. Look at how strong David was. When he saw an uncircumcised Philistine blaspheming the Yah of Israel. And he hit that, he hit that tall man that giant in the head with a rock and knocked him out, cut his head off. Little old red boy. Huh? One, one, one big was the smallest of his brothers. But he put his lives on the line for the sheep that he tended for his father. When he wrestled with a bear one day. See, you know, you know, and let me let me say something. A man, it's easy for a man to find another man. You don't always see men fighting animals. You see them trying to get somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he put his life on the line for the sheep so y'all knew his heart. He was a man after y'all's own heart. He wanted what y'all wanted and would, and would give his life. Most of us ain't like that. We want to run away. It get tough for us. He get hot. We try to get out. Try to get somewhere. And we want to cry. I need y'all. 
love you. Well, it's shown by your actions, not by what you say out your mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like a man slapping his wife telling her he love her. It's hard to believe that when you slapping me upside my head. Mm -hmm. Man, if you're listening, pay attention. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. You, you cannot be continued doing someone wrong and telling them that you love them. They're going to believe what you do above what you're saying. Even y'all, when you tell y'all you love him, Yeshua said, if you love me, you will keep my commands. So not obeying the commands of, of, of y'all is showing him that you don't love him, regardless of what you say out your mouth. Anyway, let me stay on track. Genesis 17. We're going to begin at verse 15. Genesis 17, 15. It says, y'all said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you are not to call her Sarai, which means mockery, but her name is to be Sarah, which means princess. I will bless her. And here it is. Moreover, I will give you a son by her. Truly, I will bless her. She will be a mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. And at this, listen to this, Abraham fell on his face and he laughed. He thought to himself, would a child be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah give birth at ninety? Abraham said to Yah, if only Ishmael could live in your presence. And Yah answered, no. But Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son, and you are to call him laughter. Yeshak. Isaac. It means laughter because you laughed. So you're going to call him what you did. And here's the word. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. That's the word that was given to him. That's the word. Mo Moses had a word from Yah. Speak to the rock. He go over there and strike the rock because he got impatient. He got frustrated. Moses allowed the people, the conditions the circumstances get the best of him. And it caused him to disobey Yah and got him out of the promised land. He stopped walking in obedience. The same Moses is the one that Yah says was the meekest man over all the earth. This man was the mediator for all of Israel, which shows me that no one is exempt. All of us have a responsibility to be obedient in spite of who we think we are, in spite of our position that we want to call ourselves to be. Moray, pastor, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, whatever you want to call yourself, you still have a responsibility to be obedient to the Most High. And your position does not qualify you to enter into the kingdom. It's your obedience that qualifies you. And your disobedience that disqualifies you. Regardless of what kind of name you want to give yourself. Hallelujah. So Yah gives Abraham a word. He tells him that you're going to have a son named Isaac. He says, I'm going to establish my covenant with him as what? An everlasting covenant. That means it's never going to end. It's ongoing. Chapter number 22 of Genesis. 22, verse 1, Genesis, says, After these things, Yah 
tested Abraham. He didn't tempt him with evil. He did not tempt Abraham with evil. After these things, what did y'all do? Y'all tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, and he answered, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Yeshak, and go to the land of Moriah. There you are to offer him as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will point out to you. Now listen, Isaac was about 40 years old. He wasn't a little boy. He was a man. He had to have faith like his father. He had to trust like because guess what? He could have walked away too. He could have ran. And I'm sure, as Abraham being his father, as most fathers do, they tell their children about the promises of Yah, where Yah, if they are born again, what Yah has said, what Yah is going to do. Because a true father, a real father, is going to teach his children. He's going to talk to them about the Most High, if he's a believer. Amen. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took, took two of his young men with him, together with Yeshak his son. He cut the wood for the burnt offering, departed, and went toward the place Yah had told him about. On the third day, Abraham raised his eyes and saw the place in the distance. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here. I and the boy will go there, worship, and return to you. Now Abraham said, What? Stay here. I and the boy. We're going to go there, worship, and return. Now, Abraham did not say this with hopes of y'all changing his mind. He said this in trust based on the word that was given to him when, when, before he was born. Mm. This has nothing to do with him hoping that y'all would change his mind. This has all to do with what y'all had already told him. He says, well, stay here. I and the boy, we're going to go over here. We're going to worship. And we're going to be right back. Right? Amen. Let's go to Hebrews 11. He said, he, he, he did not say this with the host of y'all changing his mind. He said this in trust, in faith, believing what y'all had already said. Hebrews 11, beginning with... um. Verse 17, Hebrews eleven seventeen 17 says this, by trusting, mm -hmm. by what? By trusting, because trusting causes you to walk in obedience, causes you to inherit the promise that Yah had made for you. Yeshua says, how do we enter into the kingdom of, of Yah? By doing what my Father in heaven wants. Mm -hmm. By just saying his name, Doing things in his name, prophesying miracles in his name, does not qualify you. Moses had authority. He took the stick out of the presence of Yah as Yah had commanded. And that stick that he had represented the authority that he had. And he struck the rock with that stick in his authority and still missed out on the promise. Because you walked in disobedience. Because Yah says, tell the rock to produce. Moses began to call them stiff-necked, rebellious people. How long shall we blase, blase, skippity-whoop? And he hit the rock, and the rock produced water like Yah had said it was going to do. But he did it the wrong way. He did it his way instead of what Yah said, and it caused him to miss out on the promise. 
Then we got our forefather Abraham. He is told, take your son, your only son, whom you love, and offer him to me as a burnt offering. Abraham got up, got two of his young men, cut some wood for the sacrifice, got to where it was going to go, and told the two young men, y'all stay here. The boy now, we're going to go worship, and we're coming back. He said that out of trust, out of faith. He was being obedient. He wasn't walking reluctantly. He wasn't walking being hesitant. He was walking in full assurance that y'all got to do what he said he was going to do. So Hebrews eleven seventeen says this, By trust Abraham when he was put to the test. Genesis 22 says that y'all tested Abraham, right? He was put to the test. He offered up Isaac as a sacrifice. Then he said, yes, he offered up his only son. He, he who had received the promises to whom it has been said, what is called your seed will be in Isaac. Listen to this. For he had concluded that God could even raise people from the dead. And figuratively speaking, he did so receive him. So he had concluded that I'm going to do everything you said because you got to raise him up because you told me. I'm going to establish my covenant through him as an everlasting covenant. So I'm going to go ahead and do it because I believe you're going to have to raise him up. And he had already had an experience. Because remember this, like I told you earlier, that, that, that when, he told, when, when he told he was going to have a son, Abraham was impotent. Let's go to Romans 4th chapter. He was impotent. His trust made him potent. He could have disobeyed y'all and just walked away. Man, I can't have no child by Sarah and went on, went by his way. But you know, his trust caused him to rub her arm. Caused him to talk to her, get a little close to her. And they produced a son named Yeshak because she laughed too. So they produce they, they, they produce a son out of their own humor. <laughs> this is a humor. Yeshak, laughter. So we're gonna go to Romans 4. Romans 4. Hallelujah. Verse 16 says this: the reason of promise is based on trusting, is so that it may come as y'all's free gift. A promise. They can be relied on by all the seed. A promise, they can be relied on by who? All the seed. Who is the seed of Abraham? We are. So Abraham's promise should be relied on by you also. Abraham's trust should make you want to believe y'all. Make you not be caught up. Make you want to walk in obedience. Because y'all says this. Let me say this. I was at work the other day on the 1st, August the 1st. My route started over. I go to a house. When I get to the house and I look down beside me and I saw a scripture on the ground on a piece of paper. I, I didn't know what scripture I, I picked up and looked at. It. it was a scripture. And the scripture says that I am Yah, I change not. That's what it said, Malachi. I said, why? Wow, this must be for me. Because he said I changed not. And I was thinking about this message right here that I'm teaching now. So, and my point of saying that is, y'all is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His patterns don't change. Amen. So if he blessed Abraham for being obedient, 
If he blessed Abraham for walking in his faith in, in, in his trust, he'll bless you also. If he punished Moshe for not walking in trust. And if Moshe did not enter into the kingdom of Yah, or the promised land, then the same thing goes for you if you walk in disobedience. He don't change. So my point is that, 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 that the promise can be relied on by all the seed. Not only those who live within the framework of Torah, but also to those with the kind of trust that Abraham had. Abraham, Abraham knew for us all. This accords with the Tanakh where it says, I have did what? Appointed you as a father to many nations. Now here it is. Abraham is our father in Yah's sight. Why? Because he trusted God as the one who gives life to the dead and calls non-existent things into existence. He trusted God that gives life to the dead. He believed that God can raise the dead. So he was willing to do, to do Isaac in because Yah had to raise him up. He could have stabbed him, killed him, set him on fire. But when Yah done doing all that, they would have walked like that. He would have been whole with no, nothing on him. A healthy young man. Because Yah said, through Isaac, shall the seed be. It was a couple months later he married his wife. So Abraham had to pass the test. Isaac got the wife. She had a son. She had two sons, twins. Yaakov and Esau. And we be the 12 tribes of, of Israel based on the promises that Yah had given to Abraham through his son Isaac. None of these things would be if Abraham would have disobeyed the Most High. Mm -hmm. And he held on to the word, walked in obedience, wasn't caught like us. God, I don't know what's going on. This don't make no sense. Nah, something got to change. Who are you to tell Yah that? Mm. Well, he knows everything. He's the most all-powerful, all-knowing, and you mean to tell me because you don't like what's going on, you're going to question his authority? If you are a parent, wouldn't it bother you, upset, upset you, make you angry when your children question who you are, question your authority, especially when you know what you're telling them is right, when you experience before, when you're going through it, 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 it bothers you. So how dare you to have that same mindset when it comes to Yah? You done got too big for your britches, as some old folks say. Too big for your britches. And no matter how old you are, you need to humble yourself under the mighty hand of Yah. Resist the adversary and appease your evil inclination so he'll flee from you. And obey the most high. Because listen, if he speaks it, it is what it is. It's not based on what it looks like to us. It's not based on how long it takes. It's based on what he says. We have to have the same mind as Hamashiach when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. And he said, oh, my father, if it's at all possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not what I want, what you want. He told the truth. He said, my soul is heavy. My mind is heavy and exceedingly sorrowful. He, he, he told the truth of what he was, but he denied his own self-interest. And then when he got done praying, it said that the angels came to minister to him. So we, 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 we can tell the truth, so we are, but humble yourself and still carry out the plan. Because Yeshua had a greater trust than Abraham had. Abraham was impotent. He just going to have children. But Yeshua had to die, and no man had died and came back like that. He had to believe the most high. And the word says had the same mind as in the Hamashiach. There was in him being you, a, a mind of humility, self-denial. Deny your own self-interest and walking it out in spite of how you feel. Because most of us will give up, throw in the towel. Let somebody get mad at us. 
that the money gets funny. They don't start leaving us. All of a sudden, we'll change our whole tune and say we miss God. I heard some false teachers tell me one, say one time, don't say what God has said. Say what God, do what God is saying. I beg to differ. You do what God has said and you hang on to the promise because y'all don't change. Because things don't work out in, in your, how you think it's mean, don't mean that y'all have changed his mind about it. Amen. It takes a trust. Amen. It takes an obedience. I'm pretty sure in their day, they didn't have OBGYNs. So Sarah couldn't understand that she was pregnant until she probably felt something. You know, she was, she was past the age of childbearing, and she was already barren. So she hadn't had no cycle, so that wouldn't be a telltale sign. She had to know she, was, she had to feel something. They couldn't get an ultrasound to tell whether it was a boy or girl or nothing. She had to, she had to trust her father, right. tr trust, trust Abraham. She had to walk in trust, too. So she, wasn't, so, so she probably had to wait a few months to experience what he said, but she probably was already walking around like getting prepared. Getting a little bit of the baby clothes out, getting a little diapers with little eyes. I don't know how they did it in them days. I'm just saying they was preparing for a baby to be born. Walking in trust. Hallelujah. So we're gonna go to back to uh Romans 4, beginning uh with verse 18, says this: For he was past hope. He was past hope. Yet in hope, he was past hope. Yet in hope, he trusted that he would indeed become a father to many nations in keeping with what he had been told. Mm -hmm. What was he told? So many will your seed be. His trust did not waver when he considered his own body, which was good as dead, since he was about 100 years old, or when he considered that Sarah's womb was dead too. He did not, by lack of trust, decide against Yah's promises. But on the contrary, by trust, he was given power as he gave glory to God. So what? By trust, he was given power as he gave glory to God. Not as he complained. Not as he got upset. But he gave the glory. Because he wasn't considering about himself being old. I know I ain't worked in a long time. I don't even care. I know Sarah's wound dead. I don't even care. God said, and I'm going to do it. And you got to have that same mind with whatever y'all has told you to do. You have to say, you know what? I know they're not following me. I know I'm being ridiculed. I know I'm being persecuted. But it don't matter. I'm going to obey y'all. Yeshua said it like this. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all men are evil against you falsely for my sake. For they did the prophets the same way who were before you. <laughs> and listen, by the time Yeshua had got there, a whole lot of words of the prophets came to pass. So he knew what they were saying was the truth. So you got to hold on and hang on in there. You got to have the kind of trust. That even if you got to go here without seeing it, y'all still said it. The words of the Hebrews 11, that some of them died without obtaining the promise. But they knew there was pilgrims passing through. So they, they died without seeing, but they still believed, didn't complain, didn't mumble, didn't grumble, but passed it on. One great example that they gave was Joseph. Joseph. He said, when y'all leave from here, when y'all leave from here, they weren't even in captivity as slaves yet. He said, but when y'all leave from here, when the great deliverance come, take my bones with you. <laughs> and by the time he got done, when you read Exodus, they had his bones in a bag, taking him up out of the place. He walked in trust. 
And we have a responsibility to obey Yah because disobedience causes you to sin. And I know you get tired of going through pains and trials. Listen, sin causes hardship on your life. It causes you to feel discouraged, depressed. It puts you off place. It makes your life hard. The word says the way of a transgressor is hard. So why walk in sin? What do I mean? Because I heard somebody just saying in the spirit, well, everybody's sin. It's two kinds of sin. It's intentional sin and unintentional sin. Yes, number 15 describes it clearly. You can sin in that bread by mistake. That means you don't, don't know. And guess what? Y'all forgives. He has mercy. But when you do it on purpose, that's the problem. And you don't have to sin on purpose. You don't have to commit adultery. You don't have to steal. You don't have to rob anybody. The word says in Hebrews 10, 26, that if you continue to sin intentionally, you are in, in danger of judgment. It tells you that. It says if the Torah Moshe was punished by death, imagine what happens when you trample the son of Yah under your feet. The blood sacrifice was not in vain. So you got the power to overcome the adversary. But how do you overcome the adversary? With the word of Yah. Let me explain something to you all because the, the, the devil is stupid and he used people who want to be stupid. But when Yeshua in, in, in Matthew 4th chapter when he was tempted by the adversary, how did he overcome him? He did not overcome him with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He did not overcome him with Romans, uh, Corinthians, Tim Timothy, and Philippians. He overcame him with the Torah. With scripture, Deuteronomy, he said, Deuteronomy 8, man shall not live by bread alone. So if Yeshua overcame the adversary by Torah, how do you think you're going to overcome the adversary? So when the people, when somebody tells you you ain't got to follow Torah, they're actually telling you in so many words, you can live a defeated life. <laughs> you can be in bondage. You don't have to follow Yah. You can say praise if you can shout and still live in sin because you're saved by grace. Well, the word says that grace teaches us to deny ungodliness. And when you read Exodus 34, Yah has always had grace. Because when he told Moses, when he put him in the rock, he said, I give grace to the thousand generation. Don't allow the adversary to fool you and deceive you and to make you think that you that, that, that old uh, uh, what, what boot-licking, jelly-back, grease-legged pastor telling you a lie to get your money. And here you are still living a defeated life. Can't come out of fornication. Come on, I can't just, I just can't help myself. Walk away from it. Run if you got to. You can't quit getting high. I just got to do it. God made the weave. You can't quit being abusive. You can quit doing all them things. You got to submit yourself, surrender yourself, deny your own self-interest, and ask y'all to help you. You got to know how to tell the truth of where you are. I, I'm transparent. I was once abusive. I did some crazy things. I once cussed. I once got high. I did all kinds of foolish things. But I told y'all, help me. Please help me. Grow me up. I want to be changed. I want to love you. Show me how to love you. Not based on my emotions, but show me how to love you in my actions. Because we all want to love somebody when, when, when crocodiles tears flow. But when the tears stop flowing, <laughs> is your love still the same? Right. When they get on your nerves, is your love still the same then? Mm. When your child is wavered and they're, and they're acting a fool, can you still love them as your child or will you throw them away? And I'm telling you from experience, because I've experienced all these things, but we still got to stand firm and believe Yah in spite of what it looks like. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Whew, let me 
verse 20 says this. He did not by lack of trust decide against God's promises. But on the contrary, by trust, he was given power as he gave glory to God. For he was fully convinced that what God had promised, he could also accomplish. This is why it was accredited to his account as righteousness. But the word it was accredited to his account were not written for him only. Yes. They were written for us also. Who will certainly have our account credited too, because we have trusted in him and who in Yah, who raised Yeshua, our Messiah, from the dead. Yahshua, who was delivered over to death because of our offenses, are raised to life in order to make us righteous. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can walk in the, we don't have to live in sin. Yeah. You don't have to remain bound. You know. I'm, I'm just being real with you. And I know you're going to be ridiculed. I got something for that too. Second Timothy. Hallelujah. Chapter number one. Because the adversary, listen, let me, let me tell you something. My dad, <laughs> my, 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 my dad said like this right here. My dad says, conversation rules the nation. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. And, and, and him saying it, when he said that I, 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 heard, I heard something, listen to this. The adversary is talking to people too. Like y'all is. You got to decide on who you're going to listen to. Because they're going to give you all kinds of reasons and excuses not to obey y'all, to walk away, to run from it, to, 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 to disbelieve in everything. And then y'all has his word. Y'all going to tell you the reasons why to obey. He's going to tell you he got your back. You got to make a decision on who you're going to listen to. Amen. Because some, they, talking is always going on. The world was framed by words. You frame your word by the words you speak. Amen. Yeshua spoke to demons and they came out of people. He spoke and people were healed by a spoken word. We was reading last night, Mark the 4th, where they brought the man to the roof. He said, sons, your sin are forgiven you. They got upset. He said, which, he said, which one is hard for you to believe? Which, which, which one can y'all believe? Me telling him his sins are forgiven or telling him to get up and walk? <laughs> Cause they, 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 they were upset by what he said. And they, 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 they got offended over the light thing. So he did the hard thing in front of him. He said, get up, take, take your man and walk. Man, I, I wouldn't do it like that then. <laughs> the words. And you got to listen to whose words you going to listen to. Amen. You can't listen to your own mind. Because your mind tells you, man, give up. It ain't going to work. How long? How long, oh Lord? How long? Man, listen here. Be patient. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. The highest form of discipline is patience. If y'all didn't tell you in six years, 24 months, 22 days, 15 seconds, he didn't give you a time frame on it, you continue to walk in obedience until it comes to pass. It took Abraham 25 years to have Isaac. But he called him at 75 and told him he was going to make him a great nation. At, 80, at 85, 10 years later, he said, I'm going to give you a son. Ishmael was born a year later, 86, but that wasn't, that, that wasn't even the son of the promise. The, 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 the son didn't come to 25 years later. So who are you to get mad because it didn't happen in two or three years? It took him 25 years. It took 400 years or so for him to come out of Egypt. Sure we over here in our captivity now. Dumb me walking disobedience. We still remain faithful. Still remain steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the works of Yah. We have to. Hallelujah. Second Timothy verse uh, 
chapter 1, verse 7. Well, we're going to start at verse 5. 2 Timothy 1 and 5 says this, I recall your sincere trust. His what? Trust. What does trust cause you to do? Walk in obedience to Shema. The same trust that your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice had at first. Had first. That's that same trust. And he tells Timothy, I am convinced that you too now have this trust. For this reason, I am reminding you to fan the flame of Yah's gift, which you received through Simeka, which means laying on of hands. From me. Verse 7 says this For God gave us a spirit who produces not timidity, not fear, but power, love, and self discipline. Verse 8, right here. So if God gave you spirit of fear, He gave you power, love, and self discipline, and you got to trust to be obedient. Verse 8 says this, So don't be ashamed of bearing the testimony of our Messiah or to me, his prisoner. On the contrary, accept your share in suffering disgrace for the sake of the good news. Yahweh will give you the strength for it, since he delivered us and called us to a life of holiness as his people. It was not because of our deeds, but because of our own purpose and grace, which he gave to us who are united with the Messiah Yeshua. He did this before the beginning of time, but now, excuse me, but make it public only now through the appearing of our deliverer, the Messiah Yeshua, who abolished death and, and through the good news revealed life and immortality. So y'all, so go ahead and go ahead and deal with the suffering. God gave you the ability to overcome it. So as a believer, we don't need to be walking around with our heads down anymore. Walk around defeated. You have the victory. You have you yeah yeah you 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 will suffer disgrace yeah you 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 will go listen you will go through trials. Everybody may not be a millionaire. Everybody ain't finna get no big house on the hill and bowl on the lake. No, everybody ain't finna get that. You you will have folks to walk away from you, say things about you. But I, I was told by a man once, and I'm gonna say it now. Y'all is not going to judge you based on what they do to you. He's going to judge you based on what you do and how you act in your response. So what are you going to do? My last set of scriptures and we're going to end. Back, back, back to Matthew 7. Hallelujah. Y'all is good. Is everybody okay? Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. We got to walk in obedience. We have to. Man, the adversary, listen, listen, I give you permission then. I, I give y'all full permission to, to, to say that the devil is stupid. <laughs> the, the adversary is stupid. Yeah. He can't defeat you. Listen, when you are tempted by the adversary, the word says this in, in James, temptation is this. Is you being drawn away and enticed by your own evil desire on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. So you can pull down the temptation. When you're going through and you're being persecuted, you can stand bold. Mm -hmm. You can still speak truth. When, you, when you're having trials, you can still stand firm and believe Yah. Yeah. You don't have to battle with depression anymore. You believe Yah. Yeah. You ain't got to battle with being sick. You believe Yah. I understand we got real life issues. And I know that we got all this stuff that goes on. But my final say so, my, the final authority is still the most high. Amen. He can still heal. He can still change anything. He can still bring deliverance. 
He can. I understand people say things. Everybody say things. Like I just said a minute ago, conversation roots the nation. It's just a matter of who you're talking to and who you letting talk to you and in your ear. Because if y'all is talking to you, my, my father, conversation roots the nation. We can stand firm. So, so, so this is what Yeshua says. He, when he tells them, I, he, he says, I will tell them to their face, I never knew you were of lawlessness. Then he, here's his examples. Uh, 724 says this, Matthew. So everyone who hears these words of mine, those, those what? Words. Words of mine and does what? Act on them. Will be like a sensible man or a wise man who built his house on bedrock. Mm -hmm. The rain fell, the rivers flooded, the wind blew and beat against that house, but it didn't collapse because its foundation was on a rock. So the ones who hear the words of Yeshua and obeys them, acts on them, you have a rock. The rock is his word. His word will hold you up. His word will not allow you to fall, be drowned, overwhelmed, consumed, because you are standing on his word. He'll hold you up. He'll guide you regards to the rain, the storm, the wind, the circumstances, yeah. the situations. You still won't fall. Didn't say you won't experience it. Didn't say you won't, didn't say you won't get wet from the rain. Did not say the wind burnt, won't burn you. He didn't say that. He said that you'll overcome it. You won't be overwhelmed. You'll be able to stand. That's what he said. He said, he, he said, he says what? He said the, the rain fell, the rivers flooded, the wind blew, and beat against that house. So you're gonna feel it. It's gonna hit you and all that stuff. Get wet. The river's gonna flood, you're gonna be in the middle of the waters. But like y'all said, I won't let it overwhelm you. You're going to experience it. But it's what he said. But it didn't collapse. You won't collapse. You won't fall. You won't be overcame. You won't lose. You can't lose. I heard somebody say, maybe it's on some 70 show, it said, I can't lose with the stuff I use. You can't lose with, with, with the word of Yah. You can't lose acting upon Yah's word. He said, because it didn't collapse, because its foundation was rock, was on, the, was on rock. Hallelujah. Verse 24 says, excuse me, 26 says this, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a stupid man. Well, let me say a foolish man also, stupid, foolish. A fool is one who does what? Despises wisdom and instruction. And y'all's words are what? Wisdom. Words of wisdom give you instruction. So when you don't listen to his word, you consider stupid. <laughs> he being mean. Well, then so be it then. I guess I'm being mean today then. Because it's, it's, listen, let me ask y'all a question. We are, let's say all of us are walking. And we go over here to Highway 20, the, the highway. We all hold hands. When I get there, I, I say, y'all know what? I'm finna run out to the middle of this traffic. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna run. And you 18 wheelers and everything coming down the road. And y'all say, uh, don't do that, Pastor. Don't, 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 don't. No, you're gonna get hit by a car. Even little kids gonna say, 
you hit, hit my car, daddy. And I still, and I still run out there knowing that what y'all just said to me gonna happen. Does that make me stupid? <laughs> yes. yes. Cause I know I knew better. I know full well I shouldn't have did that. That's how it is when somebody hear the word of y'all. You know you what you should and you should not do. And you could I don't listen, you can say he a good person, she a good person, y'all knows their heart. That does not matter. Not at all. If you if you know better and you still doing wrong, you stupid. Is that too much? Am I am I, am I gonna lose followers? Then I, I gotta just keep telling the truth then. It don't even matter. Because you still, that's foolish of you to kill yourself on purpose. You just ran into the traffic. Skip the maloo. Boom. He was a good man. He might have been a good man, but he was stupid too. Good don't qualify you to enter the kingdom of Yah. Obeying Yah qualifies you to enter into the kingdom of Yah. Amen. Trusting Yah. A lack of love for y'all caused you to not trust y'all. So it caused you to disobey him. And your lack of trust, your lack of obedience will cause you not to enter into his kingdom. So he says this, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a stupid man who built his house on sand. On sand. Anybody ever been to the beach? When you pour water in the sand, put your foot in it, what happens? You sink, it moves out of its place. Mm -hmm. It's not solid. Right. So, so it's, it's, it says, um, who built his house on sand, the rain fell, the rivers flooded, the wind blew and beat against that house and it collapsed. And its collapse was horrendous. Horrible fall. When Yeshua had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at the way he taught. For he was not instructing them like the Torah teachers, but as one who had authority himself. Listen and pay attention. Walk in the ways of Yah. Don't walk in disobedience. Walk in obedience. Listen. In obedience, you have shalom. You have shalom. You'll, you'll be okay. It'll be all right. In disobedience... Man, you, of course you're going to have a hard life. The word clearly says the way of a transgressor is hard. Not saying if you're obeying y'all that you won't have trials and tests, you will. But the word says that all things work together for the good of those who love y'all. And love is what? Obeying. Who are called according to his purpose. Right. The word says we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. Super conquerors. If you are according to his purpose, we only live defeated lives when we disobey. Listen, having a trial or a test does not mean you having a defeated life. Even if you slip at times, does not mean that you have a defeated life. It's walking away from Yah and disobedience and not giving a regard which causes you to be defeated. The word says a just man falls seven times, but he get back up. So if you if you fallen, then get on up and turn, and you can begin walking obedience. 
But living in disobedience causes you to wallow in the mud, don't want to get up, don't care, walk away from, don't believe. And you can have the victory. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. Because I've been through a lot of trials and tests. But I just can't, ain't, ain't no give up in me. My son said, Dad, I ain't, ain't, ain't got no give up in me. Ain't, ain't no give up in me. Our forefather Abraham didn't give up. And Moses was, a, and I'm not putting down Moses. Moses was the first mediator. But Moses, he, he, he was over with for Moses. And Deuteronomy, he, pray, he, 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 he tried to bully y'all up. Y'all, you so good. Ain't no God like you in heaven and earth. You are awesome. All that. Please let me enter into the promised land. <laughs> Y'all says oh, enough, oh, 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 enough of that. Don't bring it up no more. Get on up on something that rock and look over there. You can look into it and see it. But you can't enter. And Joshua took his place. Why would you want to have someone else to take your place, get your stuff, take your promises because of your own disobedience after you did all the work? Moses held his rod up, the sea split. He spoke in front of Pharaoh, all kind of stuff. He did all that and still missed out. So it don't matter about your accomplishments. Right. If you're disobedient, you can't make it. Right. Period. Myself included. This, this, this is all inclusive. I am not exempt. No one is exempt. We all have to obey Yah. It don't matter if you're teaching the word of Yah. It don't matter if you're singing. Whatever you're doing, we still have a responsibility to be obedient. Yes, sir. And I want to, so we all go, we all got to stand before him one day out, all of us, and give an account for what we've done here. And I want to have the same uh, response that you want to have. I want him to tell me, well done. I want to have a relationship with Yah, with Yeshua, just like you. So it, it behooves all of us to be obedient. Yah, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for being, being so good to us. Help us, y'all, to walk in obedience, to walk in your ways, to live right according to your perspective. Help us to have the trust that Abraham had and continue to, to work it out. Y'all, help us to love one another yeah. and be there for each other as ears to hear what we're going through and to talk about it and to, 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 to conversate about it so we can all strengthen one another as you commanded to love. Help us, y'all, not, not, not to... Think that we are alone, that someone has to be alone. For, for no man has to be alone that belongs in the kingdom. We're, we're to love each other as you've commanded. Bear with one another. Strengthen each other. Pray for one another. Help us to have that mind to do these things, y'all. To love, to be obedient to your will, to love you, to worship you, to seek your kingdom, to acknowledge where we are, to be like you say, to confess our sins so, you, so that you can forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Help us to worship you in spirit and in truth, to, 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 not, to not be discouraged because of people leaving us, not being around us, and not want to talk with us, or not want to be a part of our lives. But help us, y'all, not to hold grudges, not to be bitter, but to love, love them and to continue to trust in you. Y'all, we need you. We all have shortcomings. We all have faults. But you are able to deliver us, to help us, and to hold us. You are able to heal us. And y'all, we thank you and we praise you in Yahshua HaMashiach's name. Amen. Amen. Brother Malachi. Hallelujah.